Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Sacramento, 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 Sacramento. Turner Sparks just got married and has moved home to America after 12 years living in China. Sir Michael Ira Kaplan has two kids, a wife, a job, and has spent his entire life in the USA. Neither one can figure their country out. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 193. My name's Turner Sparks. And I am Michael Kaplinski. You can find me at Turner Sparks on Instagram. You can find Kaplan at Kaplan America. Also, this show is at Lost in America Pod. Download, subscribe, tell your friends. Hey, guess what? Subscribe to our Patreon page. Why not? Kaplan and I put... Kaplan and I put four extra episodes out a week. That's just us uh, going through life in quarantine. But on the podcast today, Cap, we have Misha Kalen rejoining us from Belarus. We had him on a few weeks, I don't know, a couple of months ago, something like that. And normally we don't have guests back off and back on this often, but it, we, we stick with the news. We the follow news the news cycle, it. right? Yeah. We are that's- slaves to the news cycle. And uh, listen, the country's in chaos right now. I mean, meaning meaning uh, Belarus. People might not know that. Though. We're not, you don't mean our country. There's other countries in the world, and they have more chaos than we have. There's other countries in the world. You can stop yes. right there. A lot of Americans <laughs> don't even know that part. Yeah. Start with that. Start yeah, with so that country's in chaos. Go to, here's how you, here, go to, you know, you, all these people check CNN. I know we got a lot of CNN uh, viewers who really? listen to us. If you're on your website, go to CNN, click the little world button. That'll tell you what else is going on out there. That's, yeah, the, that's, the, that's the secret cheat code. You know, there's another country out there. The, now the you sound button. like a genius. That's all yeah. you need to do. Go yeah, to the world, great. check the headlines, and then go to a cocktail party and tell people what's going on. <laughs> so Misha Kalin's with us. Uh, the country, his country is in chaos right now. The president, they just had an election. The president uh, won again. Uh, unsurprisingly you know when you control the votes you usually tend to win it's a pretty good that's your that's just your opinion you know i don't know he might have been square he might Um, things are going on he got 80 percent of the vote right he only got 80 percent. right so that tells me it's a real democracy because if dictators get 99 percent, that's the rule the dictators it's like they teach that in dictating school dictating 101 all right misha's here so why don't we ask him let's have Dude, you've got like a whole uh, morning radio vibe going on. I'm loving it, dude. That's awesome. Definitely it really feels good. Once you have this microphone, people, I don't know if you're not viewing us on YouTube right now, you should be. But if you're listening, I have a mic set up. I got a little podcast studio in my apartment. I, I want to give traffic and weather updates as I do this. <laughs> we should do that, actually. Nice. Good idea. Every 15 minutes. <laughs> Top of the hour. Bottom, to go to, yeah. I'll look out the window. I tell you, it's all clear right now, guys, on Second Street. <laughs> I can tell. So how's it going, Misha? All right. Well, uh, since we started with the uh, number of votes, See, uh, the thing is uh, that uh, he, uh, this is his uh, sixth term or something. He's been in power for 26 years, right? Wow, he must be good. Uh, well, no, <laughs> but, uh, well, it, it's a complex, it, it's a nuanced thing, right? So just to br- break down the numbers, it was always a majority, but not, uh, you know, like, uh, you can uh, tweak the numbers to, you know, make it look a little better, but you can't add like 30 percentage points or something crazy like that, you know? So let's say in uh, 2015, uh, he was quite popular actually. And even if they gave him like 15 extra percent or 10 extra percent, maybe, but there was still like a solid base of, uh, 
a solid electoral base that he was basically capitalizing on. And what did he get in 2015? What was his? It was high. It was something around 85, something like that. Okay. He always keeps it around like 85. One time they gave him like 94 and it was like, whoa, 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 guys, that's too much. <laughs> too much. Misha, we were saying this the other day. We were saying that if you cheat on a test, he would be a good test cheater in high school. Yeah. Because you, you never get 100. You always have yeah. to get a few wrong. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You never get 100. Uh, so that so, happened. But, okay, keep going. Well, what happened this, uh, this uh, election year uh, basically, basically, you remember when we talked about coronavirus and his interpretation of it and his denial of it and sort of this absurd view of, of the pandemic and everything. So uh, that kind of triggered, uh, well, first of all, people started asking more and more questions and they were seeing that the TV says one thing and, uh, you know, people around you say a different thing on people on uh, kind of, uh, there was a huge switch in the last five years, right? Uh, from uh, the TV to, uh, to the internet. So uh, that changed a lot because our national TV became just a propaganda machine, like, a, the, you know, and uh, so uh, th that was a big thing that people were kind of uh, listening to, uh, to their, um, peers and getting independent news sources uh, to tell them uh, so, sort of uh, how things are. And uh, so uh, even though five years ago, Lukashenko kind of was still pretty popular and had a, you know, a lot of support. Uh, this year, you see that uh, he's lost a lot of his support because people open their eyes. And also, there's a lot of uh, young people. Uh, oh, it says your internet connection is unstable. Yeah. My, by the way, my uh, internet connection can. Yeah, it's fine. We now. can hear you. Yeah. Keep uh, going. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. yeah, internet was blocked for uh, three days or so, and we just got it back this morning. So if yeah, it, that's uh, part of why we're doing this now. And we yeah, actually exactly. just set this up with you about an hour ago. We exactly. wanted to rush it out just in case your internet dies again. So he's blocked. But sorry, keep going. You're giving us a lot of good background, a lot of good history on this. And cool. let's just say that I'll just jump in for a second. And then his views on the coronavirus, which we talked about, go back and listen to the episode from a few months ago. But uh, he said that uh, it can be cured by vodka and saunas. Vodka and saunas. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and he was playing uh, he was playing hockey. And a correspondent asked him after a uh, hockey match, uh, they were like, hey, aren't you, she asked something about coronavirus and he said, hey, look, where, where, do you see it flying around? Like he literally uh, was acting <laughs> like corona. The, the so you're saying that's when people started to start to think, think huh, might, maybe this is, this guy's not rate. a genius. Yeah. Well, dude, honestly, uh, his gaff uh, rate is way higher than uh, George W. back in the day and, uh, you know, way higher than Trump. So, oh, wow. Yeah, pretty crazy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I know it's unbelievable. One time he uh, said that uh, Elon Musk gave him a Tesla. Like he, he just says <laughs> shit like that, man. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Man. So did he? So here's a question because so this feels like it's a country where the votes are the votes are a lot oftentimes rigged, um, but they do vote. Like, do you vote or do people vote? Uh, I voted this time uh, for the first time because before it just didn't matter. Well, first of all, I lived in China and everything. And but yeah. honestly, it just did not matter. You felt right. uh, for years uh, that, you know, your vote is just basically is just disregarded or, you know, they it's all rigged, basically. But this uh, time around, basically what happened was we had actually a few uh, decent candidates uh, and uh, they were both of them, uh, two of the ones that had a chance of winning. Uh, they put him in prison. And so the wife of one guy uh, uh, basically ran instead of her husband. And that drew a lot of popular support because uh, that one lady and two of her uh, and two wives of uh, other candidates, they, they kind of joined forces and uh, ran like a really intelligent campaign and really, uh, you know, the, just drew people they would just go to uh different towns and they would uh, tell their story and it was really really uh, what? uh compelling you know the, the, their message was very compelling and it resonated with a lot of people and why didn't they just put them in prison then they put the husbands uh, in and then they're honestly, gonna run <laughs> they just not, he didn't take them seriously as women he just thought nah. yeah exactly exactly so the, this is sort of the uh, i guess the benefit of uh 
limited brain sort of <laughs> patriarchal men, you know? I mean, they just like, yeah. oh, just, he, he actually said something like, he was like, oh, uh, she, she's never going to be a good president because it's so fucking hard that I can barely do it. You know, how is this? <laughs> <laughs> even a man can barely do it. Yeah, even uh, a man can barely do it. You know, did you have, did they have giant glass ceiling set up so that when one of them won, they were going to crash through it like Hillary was going <laughs> to? Yeah, but, but basically her message was that uh, uh, she didn't want to be a president, right? Oh. She was running instead of her husband, but she said, as soon as I'm uh, the president, I will ensure that we have legit, legitimate uh, elections. And so anybody can run. And, uh, you know, people can so, have... Was she going to free her husband from jail? Is that what her first mission I would think she'd do? No? Probably, Probably not. not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah she, 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 she was definitely going to do that. So her basic platform was just, we're not going to be a dictatorship anymore. It's a good platform. Pretty yeah. good. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty, pretty good. I'd have to hear how she feels about Israel before I endorse her on that. But no. <laughs> well, see, and that's exactly what uh, what's going on right now because there is no political field. I know more about American politics than Belarusian politics, right? Because there was never any competition, and you just have uh, to have to take uh, uh, people's word uh, for it, right? So there is no history of their actions, and there's just basically nothing. Uh, I see. We know. So she's she had not, dying. even her, was her husband, was he a politician? Was he a senator? No, he, like, he's a blogger. And he's actually, oh. <laughs> as far as I'm, I've heard, he, he's kind of an asshole, you know? <laughs> and, and the a other blogger. guy. <laughs> yeah. And was the other guy? The other guy, he was like a rich businessman from like a Russian Gazprom bank. Oh, yeah. He's like a big Russian bank. So also, you can't uh, trust any of these guys. So his wife, a, was his wife kind of hot though, at least? This, I'm assuming the... The Russian uh, oil guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's a sexist question. Come oh, on. Sorry, was sorry, that sorry. a trick question? Was that yes, a trick I question? I tried to you trick can... you up there. That was a gotcha <laughs> question. Gotcha. <laughs> Traffic on the 405 right now. It's bumper yeah. to bumper out there. Now oh, back yeah. to Misha. Um, no. Uh, so, okay. So that's um, the... Did it, so it seemed, she seemed to be gaining steam then. People were going to vote right. for her. In previous elections, have they arrested up people who run against this guy? All the time, yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So why run against? I mean, like, it's everyone just kind of know I'm going to run against him and I'm going to get arrested. I'll be in jail Kind of asking for it, if you ask me. Yeah, at, at some point, uh, people just stop caring. Like, enough is enough, you know? And also, uh, I mean, imagine uh, people who were born in the year 2000, they're 20 years old, and this is the first time they, they can vote. And there's a lot of young people around, and they, haven't, they have nothing to do with that Soviet world that I'm still a part of that generation, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, those guys, they haven't been scared. And uh, honestly, I, I think that plays a big part. And also, like the older generation, if you look at uh, the uh, life expectancy in Belarus, it's 10 years uh, lower than, uh, you know, other uh, countries in uh, Europe. So that, you know what I mean? So we have sort of like a turnover of people that's happened just in the last five years. Because, you know, five years ago, these kids were 15, they couldn't vote. And now a lot of more of them can vote. Uh, meanwhile, all these old folks are dying off and... Uh, yeah. So this is kind of their first rigged election that they right. Yeah, you always remember your first rigged election. Yeah. Right. And and honestly, they haven't been scared. You know, they they uh, the kind of stuff that's going on on the streets right now. People are getting taken in uh, by these uh, riot police. This sort of space. Uh, start oh, tell us. So so basically, just to yeah. jumping ahead for a second, but it sounds like so they yeah. had the election. Yeah. What were the results? Let's uh, get so break this. 80%. He won 80%. Essentially, we were, we were in complete darkness. Uh, internet was off. It got turned off on uh, August 9th, and we just got it back uh, this morning. When was election so, day, though? August. Uh, August 9th. Oh, on August. On election day, you turn the electricity off. Exactly. Well, not electricity. <laughs> turn the internet, internet off. Yeah. Internet. yeah. Go dark. And so, and so we, did, we didn't really uh, know much. You, you kind of get bits and pieces uh, that you, you have to put it uh, together. So, but even early on, people were saying that all the uh, independent observers, uh, when they checked the exit polls and just like other uh, data would say that it's just impossible that he got like 80 plus uh, percent. And her name were, is Svetlana. That's the one who, who was the one people were. Yep. And, and, and what did they say she got? Like 15%, 10%? Like, yeah, yeah, less than 15, like 13. 
Okay, so the internet goes off three days ago, um, yep. when the night of the election, and then it come. When do you guys find out that he won? Uh, basically on that day. He was in the newspaper, or how'd you know? But but those are yeah, sort of like official announcements. There was one news portal uh, that was still kind of working intermittently, uh, but yeah, you could you couldn't get exact information. Uh, okay, so you find out he wins, and then when did the protest? Because then what what the news, the international news, is that everyone goes out into the street and protests, right? Yeah, it basically happened uh, right on election day. Uh, see, I had to travel uh, to my hometown to vote. And so I was coming back on uh, uh, August 9th uh, that evening. And around, uh, I arrived in Minsk, uh, where I live now, uh, basically in the, in the evening around uh, 10, 10, 11 p.m. And I was uh, making my way home. I couldn't take the, the subway because like, it was blocked off. So I had to walk from uh, the train station and uh, the roads were blocked off. But it was safe to walk around. Uh, the following day and uh, last night, it was unsafe to walk uh, walk out onto the uh, onto the street. Why? Why was it unsafe? Because they have different strategies. The the, the riot police and the, all the like the, the forces. Let's call them forces. The 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 forces of evil. I don't know because it's a mix of army, like national guard equiv uh, equivalent in the states, and then like KGB type guys, and then uh, you know the riot police and. SWAT and all all those uh, people, right? And so, you know, if uh, two days ago they were just battling, sort of uh, using all the ma machinery and stuff, breaking up the barricades and everything, they would actually uh, go head to uh, head to head with the the, the uh, groups of protesters. And then uh, last night they were mainly just picking off people from uh, the, who were. Just random people. You mean shooting uh, honestly, them or arresting them or when you say picking uh, off? Just uh, arresting them. Uh, there were some, uh, they were using rubber bullets, but I, uh, but I also uh, heard uh, they've used live ammo in some cities as well. And they're using like flash grenades and all that shit. I've seen flash flashes all over the place, tear gas. Yeah, there was a cloud of tear gas. There's a, like a mall area, shopping mall area that's uh, not far from me. And there was a cloud of tear gas that was coming our way and everything. Like people are, you know, you get like uh, irritation, even if you're really far away, like uh, a mile away or so. And so, and you said they're also just arresting random people walking down the street? Yeah, just breaking into cars, just stopping a car uh, on the street, just uh, breaking. Yeah, they're, they're absurd uh, videos of are they people who are like involved in like organizers or they're just doing it to scare just random no, people to no. scare people? I, I have no idea what their tactics are because they're kind of contradictory uh, because uh, yeah, it doesn't seem I, like scaring people now is effective because people are just getting more and more angry. I mean, uh, maybe that's the idea. If you start just saying we'll arrest anyone, then you're trying to, then everyone will go back inside. You know, it's an evil uh, tactic, but maybe it's that's too late it. for that. Maybe I mean, that's the thing. That's the thing that Belarus was uh, uh, historically considered as uh, sort of this nation of more or less timid and quiet people. You know, that's kind of the reputation. Compare uh, with the Ukraine, for instance. They had, uh, you know, like the protests in uh, 2014. And uh, they, they, start, they started having protests in like 2006. That's when they had the Orange Revolution. Yeah. But honestly, uh, the problem is, uh, if you look at uh, their uh protests and what happened is what the outcome was right they would just have like uh one president over uh, like after another that were just terrible presidents and yeah. so our argument was hey we're kind of going at a steady rate but at least it's not this roller coaster but people are generally happy and honestly that's the uh sort of the idea that i got you know, I mean, I, I was living in China this whole time, right? But like for, as an outsider, I would look at uh, how people are living in Belarus. And the idea I got from about year 2006 to, you know, uh, you know, 2017 or something that people are generally quite happy, you know? So they like this sort of uh, steady, uh, steady, but mediocre, but oh, it's, it's okay. It's not too bad, but hey. You know, it's uh, right. At least we, we're not at war. It's predictable, uh, right? Yeah. Predictable. Not winning titles, but you're, uh, you know, 500 team. You know. <laughs> right, exactly. But, but, but maybe but the, uh, people are fed up. You yeah. Know? 
Are you sure, though, the Belarus that your president's not trying to finally force the coronavirus, get everyone inside, taking it seriously? No, <laughs> yeah, I doubt. I doubt you can make it, that yeah. argument. <laughs> get off the streets, people. Finally. So wh- what happened to because I read that the the opposition uh, is it Svetlana. That's the name. She. Well, yeah, that's her first name. But Svetlana. Okay. Name, uh, oh, yeah. Go ahead. How do you pronounce her last name? Tikhanovska. Tikhanovska. Yeah. <laughs> she was uh, detained for a few hours. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then, right around the election time. Is that right? Uh, right after the election, she was detained for like seven hours. And then uh, she published a video where she is not making eye contact. And she was like uh, quite charismatic and everything. But uh, in this case, she's not making eye contact and she's completely, uh, you can tell that something had happened, you know? Like a and hostage so video? Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Or, or like they basically threatened that they're going to like uh, kill her. She's got two kids. Oh my what did she say like in that. the video? That she accepts the results or is that the type of thing? Or- uh, uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she said that uh, the, the people have spoken. The, the language is kind of vague. Uh, so the, she says like the people have spoken and let's not uh, escalate the violence, blah, blah, blah. You, ah. you know, something along those lines. Yeah. And then she but, fled the country, right? Uh, right, yeah. She was forced to, to flee. Uh, see, the thing is, uh, the current president, you know, Lukashenko, he's got blood on his hands from back in the 90s, where it was easier to get rid of people. And uh, so that, that's his predicament right now. He can't really uh, stay in the country. So uh, if uh, shit hits the fan, he basically doesn't really have a, a lot of options, you know. Uh, he can flee just like a uh, Ukrainian president, uh, uh, you know, in, in, in 2014, you know, and just kind of be in exile for the rest of his life, uh, right. Yeah. Or, or he can uh, go the Qaddafi uh, uh, route, you know, that, so he doesn't That's have a lot That's not a fun of- route. Yeah, but exactly. He, but he has the, I guess he sounds like he has the military or the, 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 the KGB type guys are support him at this moment. Cause without them, he can't. Right. So, but honestly, I'm not, I don't know what they support. It's almost like they have some kind of like, uh, or, or this is my theory. They, 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 uh, can I swear? Or like be graphic. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it, it, it's like an organization where they just like fucked each other in the ass and they just <laughs> have to keep quiet about it. Right. It's, they're is, in it together. So they're point. in it together. They could all rat each other out about the, the fucking exactly. thing they did. Or the, or, or, yeah, <laughs> they've done something terrible like that to, to each right. other, and it's just this common secret that they share. Or something like, right. He's going like to take Lindsay, people down. Yeah. Like Lindsey yeah. Graham, Kaplan. Oh, yeah. you and, said uh, that. I didn't. Donald Trump. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, okay. So it's this thing. And is he supported by Russia? I can't remember. Well, we have a complicated uh, relationship. I mean, we're very close uh, with Russia and Putin was uh, basically they have a a shaky uh, relationship because uh, the way uh, our economy functions, we produce jack shit, you know, or the the kind of shit that we uh, produce is just uh, it's outdated and nobody uses it, you know. So all all our like... um, well, we make those tractors that uh, they probably use the same technology that they did like 75 years ago. So uh, all we have uh, is a small IT outsourcing uh, sector where basically we have clients from uh, Europe and United States uh, give us the, you know, the specs and we build software for them. And uh, the rest of it is essentially cheap oil from Russia that uh, we then uh, resell to other countries. Uh, okay. So so, Russian oil. Yeah, so every year they negotiate oil prices with Putin, and um, sometimes uh, we get a good deal, sometimes not so much. And uh, so, uh, you know, uh, Putin uh, recently amended the constitution. Have you heard about that? Of Russia. I don't know. Or, or your Russia. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, to get rid of term limits or let him, is that what it is? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. our guy did that back in uh, 96. I mean, that's and, the number one thing. That's the other thing you do when you're a dictator to be. You change the constitution. Of course. So that you get, yeah, that's a 101. So you can stay in office. I mean, come on. I can't right. Putin waited so long. <laughs> well, but exactly. And that was his mistake because well, he should have done it a long time ago. But the first time he went out of office, he just had like a puppet in church, that Dmitry, what was it, right? So yep, yep. that's the other move you can do. But you got to be Putin, have Putin's level of control. But, but there's a off. third way. There's yeah. a third way. 
Uh, if you don't want to uh, amend the constitution, you can also uh, have a deal with, with uh, Lukashenko and have uh, one country. So w w this was kind of like a Putin's plan B to invite Belarus to be a part of uh, the oh. sort of like a co commonwealth uh, Oh, so you'd vote nation. together? Get the gang back together. <laughs> yeah, get the gang back put together. The, put the, the Rus USSR. back in Belarus. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, exactly. Uh, but uh, Lukashenko was like, hey, uh, what am I going to be like a mayor or some shit? Or, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, he wants to be president. So what would yeah. that accomplish for Putin I, if he, he just, if we brought back Belarus? It, uh, then it uh, just kind of uh, uh, starts over. It's like a uh, start over. He can become... Uh, basically, oh, he can be president of a new was, country. Right, right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, cool. I see, I see. Belarus, that idea from Putin. What would it be called then? You know, Belarus, Rus, or Rus, Belarus. Right. Bella extra Rus. Extra yeah. Rus. Yeah, it's like a state. So they've at, so because basically right now he's giving you oil and then you just sell it. I don't even understand how that works, but it's not a. Uh, so yeah. essentially, yeah. or like, oh, uh, you know, like. Honestly, I, 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 you guys are a middleman. Yeah. You're a middleman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Clean we, it up. That's what it is. Yeah. Yep. So, so if uh, if uh, Lukashenko, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, if he does get ousted, if do you see any world where he goes away, where the the protesters win, or is this like a thing where the protesters have no chance? They're just waiting to get steamrolled by the military. I mean, uh, the, this is where stuff gets interesting because nobody really knows. Uh, and uh, it's one of these, uh, if you look historically, if you look at uh, Ceausescu in Romania and like other regimes uh, there, uh, and even the Soviet regime itself, you know, it's uh, basically a few weeks ago, people are just uh, walking uh, and just doing all their daily sort of routine stuff and they believe in, uh, that, that, that nothing's ever going to change. And then in a, in a couple of weeks, boom, it's all, it's so, unpredictable. Yeah. And uh, it, it really, the way things are going on now, I mean, it's pretty crazy. I mean, look at the, the videos. We haven't had that, uh, that type of intensity and in how uh, people are devoted to the cause. And uh, listen, they're, they're willing to go out there and like basically use all means necessary. It's kind of scary too. Uh, I mean, it's, dude, it's scary to go outside. People, I mean, so far, uh, I think we have like three uh, casualties as in like dead people, you know, and uh, lots of wounded, uh, like tens, uh, basically like 50 on the civilian side. And then, uh, you know, the, I don't know what the numbers are for cops and everything, but I mean, it's getting up there and there's no, uh, end in sight because uh, people are just going to keep uh, coming out because uh, and uh, he's the usurper at this point you know he's lost the election and now he has to admit it and as as long as he uh, dude and the official media just says crazy stuff you know his official statements are something like oh people who are uh, going out into the streets they're just drug users and they have criminal record he lives in a fantasy world, you know? Uh, I think it's almost like he's never seen the internet and people, uh, you know, kind of give him a printout of what's going on in the world. And yeah. they go like, everything's great. Yeah. Honest, everything is great. Uh, but uh, the, the, the emperor wears his like, clothes, as they say, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what? But um, the protests are going on all over the country? It's not just all over the country, all over the country, every so, single yeah. city. Yeah. And, and in some cities, uh, the, the, you know, they start talk, uh, this, uh, the protesters start talking to the cops and the uh, cops just lay down their arms and leave oh, in, in, in really? smaller cities. Yeah. Well, that's why uh, I think uh, just today I got the news that they're getting like reinforcements from Russia and Russia does it all, all the time in, uh, in their uh, like regions. You know, Russia's got a bunch, a bunch of regions, right? So they would just get uh, troops or whatever, right? Uh, cops from other regions so they don't feel emotionally attached. Yeah. And they just, yeah, they just. Right. Yeah, they do that here. We got a bit of that here when the National Guard flies into Portland or whatever. The feds, the feds come in and make people disappear. But So if the police, if there are towns where the police are laying down their guns, though, that's bad news for the president because well, that's exactly. the people you need, right? Yeah, and we have more and more people sort of retiring or leaving the force. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, because um, their current actions are just unjustifiable. You know, the shit that they do, man, uh, they use way too much uh, brutality, uh, just excessive force uh, all over the place. Uh, there is no, they just uh, uh, arrest uh, innocent people and they, they don't ask questions as if they have like uh, quotas or something, you know. Uh, it's completely random. There's just uh, no logic to it. And uh, honestly, it's, it's like uh, uh, one day they're uh, battling the, you know, the large groups. Uh, the next day they're picking off people who are walking their dog or something, you know. There's a video of a guy getting shot in the, in the hand, right through the hand, and he's just walking his dog. It's insane, man. Whoa. And is there any chance, me. I mean, I think I know the answer to this, but is there any chance that police... Whoever's shooting this guy walking his dog, any chance those people are going to get in trouble or it's zero percent, right? Only uh, when the, uh, you know, the, uh, the president changes. Uh, like yeah. all these people will have to go to some kind of Nuremberg, Nuremberg trials or something. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, don't, Turner, I don't think the Belarus soccer players are allowed to put like things in their jerseys protesting what's going on. <laughs> I don't think that's... Dog walkers lives matter. <laughs> it's yeah. not happening. It's not a... Uh, uh, yeah. So Good what Michael, you? Did, did you win any money? By the oh, way, yeah. Those? I've been holding off on coming. I lost all three bets. I lost $180 thanks to your Belarus. Well, wait, tips. he also bet on the wrong team. I did bet on the wrong team. Yeah, I did get that wrong. So that was he picked uh, the wrong mints, the wrong mints. I got the wrong mints. Oh, uh, yeah. The other mints gone. So I don't know which uh, you got any tips coming up this week before. Are they not playing games? Are they playing <laughs> with the, everything going on? Are they playing? <laughs> you really got a gambling addiction. So I will. I want to win. I want to win back that money. But you know, I'm thinking. I'm trying to think who's the most affected. Like, who are the government's favorite players? They'll probably fix the games for them now. Nah, man, I'm out. You're gonna got, tap yeah. into your uh, kids' college fund. And stuff. <laughs> oh, that's right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, Misha, what about um? So this lady who's her husband's in prison, and she, sorry, the the presidential candidate. She's in. Uh, Romania? Is that where she is? Or uh, Lithuania, maybe? Lithuania, yeah. Lithuania. And for her, she can only come back now if this guy's gone, right? Or what's the plan there? Like, if she comes back... Yeah, she's going to go on a, an awakening tour of Europe. It's like a... It's like a... Sounds like a movie. Like, she, her husband's gone. She got rid of him. Oh, it's she's like gone. eat, pray, love. <laughs> exactly. She can really find it's out like who she forced. is now. But she of her, Yeah. She <laughs> Yeah. A lot of mostly praying on that. Yes. <laughs> but but, yeah, what, yeah. What is her option? She doesn't, you don't, you'll, you never hear from her again. Oh, or, or, you... or it'll be like eat, pray, hunger strike, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, that's, that's an interesting question. I, I hadn't thought about that because yeah, you're right. I mean, uh, it, it'd be hard for her to come back uh, anytime soon, you know? And if, yeah. and so this guy, I, I assume if, if, if there's any chance, if this guy does go down, which honestly doesn't seem that likely, but I'm not on the inside. You're the one on the inside. You know the kind of the, the, the temperature of what's going on. Then Russia would be his option. He could, he could flee to Russia, most likely. Yeah, just like the Ukrainian president, Yanukovych. That's what oh, he had to do. He's got yes. like a, a house full of these guys. They all hang out. And yeah, they're just, yeah. <laughs> Real, world. Show. <laughs> Real world. Real world dictator edition. <laughs> yeah. Former hey, dictator. Challenge. That's they, not a bad idea. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> is there been, like a development deal or something? Yeah, we we can pitch that. Get him on the challenge. <laughs> Real world Moscow. Give him some yep. weekly challenges. And, and, and then we could have, uh, what's his name could be in there too. The American guy uh, uh, that escaped to the to Russia. Snowden. Snowden. Yeah. <laughs> Snowden. On the show. He can be the guy who like. He can uh, be the host gives, maybe. Gives him all the, t yeah, he can be the host. He gives him challenges. <laughs> he can be like the Joe Rogan. TJ Lavin. <laughs> Joe Rogan. <laughs> Challenge. You guys are gonna work at a coffee shop. No, I thought it was well. You guys get to fix an election, but like <laughs> using some sort of you know, try to build up to be better. Get seven dictators, see if they can run a Starbucks. <laughs> Secret boss. They've run. Yeah. They run uh, seven countries, but uh, can, they Starbucks run is harder. can they run can one name. Starbucks? Yeah, yeah. get the name right. On the Too many dictators in the kitchen. <laughs> That's the name right there. <laughs> Copyright that right now. That's Everybody perfect, wants man. to work the stand. Nobody wants to do be yeah. on the uh, the mocha machine. It's, they're all important jobs. That's the issue. So yeah. what about you, Misha? And, yeah, what are you going to do? Can you do comedy family? during this? Or? Well, is the family uh, going to stay? Or what? Not this week. Uh, no. we, we, I've basically, I've quit my IT career and I started doing stand-up uh, full-time. 
Nice. And uh, yeah, I, I'm starting uh, the English uh, speaking uh, open mic. I, I was I was supposed to have the first show next week. Let's see if that uh, comes to fruition. But uh, yeah, so that's kind of my goal, just to keep. Uh, I was on stage at least uh, once a day, once or twice a day. I have a couple of paid gigs, and already uh, this month I have a, a few paid gigs, dude. The uh, right after uh, the, the coronavirus thing. Uh, we started getting really nice uh, packed rooms and everything. I know really? it sounds because yeah, everyone yeah. went to the sauna and drank some vodka. I mean, no wonder yeah, why exactly. they voted 80% for this guy. He solved it. But didn't he yeah. get coronavirus? The, the president? Yeah. Yeah. He said uh, he was asymptomatic and he just uh, handled it like a champion. Man. <laughs> That's good to hear. So it is, uh, I guess. Yes. First of all, so you don't feel like, you don't feel like you're in danger. You need to leave the country, anything like that. I mean, at this point, everybody's in danger. So you're just as in danger as anybody else. Like, this is why I'm so open about it. Like a few years ago, I probably wouldn't be as, uh, I wouldn't say that he's got blood on his hands, but now everybody's saying it. I don't even give a shit anymore. Yeah. Okay. If, I, if they put me in prison, fuck it. You know what I mean? Wow. Uh, I'll just go to prison. Uh, honestly, my, my, my best friend got five, uh, days in prison just recently he just got out recently for, for fucking what? nothing yeah he's like the nicest guy in the world he's uh, a medical he's an anesthesiologist and uh, just a young medical professional went to a uh, uh, like a protest that was unsanctioned or some shit they keep mm. uh, switching up the rules so it's just wow. like these manipulations they would say like oh you didn't fill out this thing or whatever and now it's Anyway, it's all bullshit anyway. And uh, so, yeah, they just arrested him and gave him five days in Soviet-style prison. I'm telling you, like, it's no fun. Like, it's the conditions there are brutal, man. It's not what... I can imagine. Us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really... And the people, the way they treat you, man, like all these, like, uh, uh, cops and all these... Uh, uh, you know, KGB guys or whatever, like there's a word in, in Russian for it, but I don't know how like the, the, the general word for it, but it's, it's like they're, they have a dead stare in their eyes. You know, it's uh, it's, it's a weird feeling. Like you, you try to find the person in, in you know, just an appeal to their sort of, sort of humanness. Right. But uh, they're just as if they were just dead inside. Like and, deprogrammed. Yeah, it's like there's zombies in a way. Like, well, I could be part of the training. I mean, who yeah, knows? Yeah, right? all... yeah, it's something like that, man. Like, it's uh, it's terrifying. Honestly, I've uh, I've seen the inside of one of these cells. I was held uh, for five hours. Uh, it was a, it was a long story. I've been, you know, I'm like I've been battling with alcoholism for a while, and so I was like on a five day bender, and on a Thursday I was just like, I can't drink anymore. I'm gonna fucking die, you know. I couldn't stomach alcohol, and I just went across the street because uh, there's like a one of the biggest hospitals uh, in Minsk, and I was just like, you gotta. I just went to the first office and I was like, dude, I'm on a. I can't stop uh, drinking, and they just they called the cops and they put me in in a cell. Voluntarily. I, no, 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 no. Uh, honestly, um, they told me I was going to stay there for 24 hours, which would have killed me because I had the, uh, like, the anxiety. I, I thought I was going to die, dude. Oh but then gosh. they let me out uh, that evening, and I just called my ex-wife, who's basically my best friend, and she called the doctor. The doctor just came and just right at home or on the couch just gave me a drip and gave me some sedatives, and I was out for uh, like uh, 24 hours, and then I was back to normal. Oh, and uh, they could have j just done that, but instead, you, you see what I'm saying? Like how the people's mind uh, works. So you got arrested yeah. for being drunk? Well, not really arrested, but, uh, and I wasn't drunk. I was just like yeah. uh, withdrawal, experiencing withdrawals from uh, uh, alcohol, yeah. right? And uh, yeah, but they don't have the, the mentality of like, oh, this guy needs help, you know, let's give him, you send him to a center or something. Oh, call that same guy who came uh, to my yeah. house. Uh, uh, you know, apparently I didn't know that. Yeah. Right, right. But well, you walked these... into a hospital. Right. They have doctors in yeah. the hospital. <laughs> That's what I work. thought, you know, and it was kind of, yeah, it was kind of an impulsive move on my part, but uh, basically what I've witnessed inside those walls, I mean, 
you sleep on a bed that's just uh it's soaked in piss as if like it smells bad and oh. it's like just it's it's the shittiest uh, i would imagine that's the kind of prisons they have in china or like north korea you know like it's really fucked up so and they would have the like Soviet- a whole yeah no god uh, they would have like a whole row of rooms uh, vacant and during coronavirus and they would put every motherfucker they would bring in, they would put in my uh, cell. Oh God. Those guys turned out pretty cool. So I, I oh, you know, I'm not, okay. I'm not like complaining. You know? <laughs> Those cool are your guys. boys now. Your butt. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Well, they just fell asleep and they, uh, because I was just pacing back and forth and I was just slamming on the thing uh, because I didn't know what else to do. Like, uh, yeah. They didn't give you a mask uh, or anything. This is during coronavirus. No, are you kidding me? No <laughs> way, dude. And I asked for water to just give me like a, a plastic bottle. Like uh, the, the, if you, you know, it's been like refilled and everything. Like, oh. I don't know where that water came from or oh anything. My God, you know? during corona. But th- that's all you could do. Just drink and uh, go out like once an hour or so, or once every two hours uh, to go piss, you know? So yeah, it's crazy, man. What about now? What's your life look like now? You told us you don't want to go. You're scared. You live right in the middle of the city. So you don't want to go outside. Are you running out to get groceries and coming back or, or what's going on? Yeah. And I had to like, uh, yeah, honestly, I just go out. Oh, uh, yesterday I, uh, I walked out just to check it out. And uh, I was walking by uh, our uh, comedy club and a bunch of comics caught up with me. And they were on a mission, dude. They had like cars and everything. One of the guys was wearing like one of those. It's not like a bulletproof vest, but it's one of those vests that uh, uh, bikers are uh, wearing, you know what I mean, yeah. for protection. Yeah. It's like padded. It, yeah, yeah, but, but it was under his clothing, so it looked like a bu- bulletproof uh, vest, like a Kevlar. And, like, everybody's wearing masks, flags, and all that shit. And, uh, but the home base was the comedy club. They had, oh like, a, a carton bad. of cigarettes, water, and everything. Oh, <laughs> no. All right, yeah, well... Yeah. That's how Hopefully. you do it. Do a set in the park, Turner. We're a bulletproof vest. And- I know. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Case those I, Rangers I, come, you know, in New York. <laughs> Shut you down. I stayed, uh, I stayed at the club uh, because, you know, I honestly, I was scared because I didn't know half of the people there. Because listen, I don't know. Like I'm obviously I'm against the status quo, but I'm not on this you know i'm not on the side of violence and well, you want to live you want to survive right? you're not a radical right right and, and i'm also you know a skeptic because I, i've seen what happened in ukraine and i've seen what happened in other countries post-soviet countries that tried the de- 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 democracy experiment you know and uh, i mean in georgia they've uh, accomplished a few things when they had uh, saakashvili come to he's a quite an effective uh, manager so he's turned a few things around, you know, but it's also a complicated story. So I've seen it. Uh, there are some successful examples where a new effective manager comes in. He just uh, just disembowels uh, the corrupt regime, you know, and just kind of uh, see. The thing is, Belarus, in economic terms, uh, it's basically clean slate. You just kind of start over. You yeah. don't even have to fucking reform anything, <laughs> you know. You just kind of build shit you know like it, you don't have to hey. tear it down to the ground and build it back up yeah exactly it's already halfway there yeah and that was my uh, my whole deal like uh, you and i we've lived in the uh, sujo and we've seen the way sujo just uh, flourished as a city right totally I mean, yeah from the early mid 2000 2004 yeah. 2005 yeah. up to 2015 yeah, so people were making the same kind of money uh, in 2006 uh, when I moved to Suzhou. People were saying, like, why are you even moving to China? You know, I mean, you can make the same money here. And I was like, eh, you know, it's a different country, blah, blah, blah. And then taxi drivers were probably making the same money as bankers in Belarus over time. Yeah, five you know? years later, seven years later. Five years right? later, right. Like uh, in 2017 or something, you have taxi drivers with four phones on their deck and everything and, <laughs> and if before they were saying hey how much you making five thousand quai uh, you know in, in 2006 2007 then they would be saying like how much how much you making twenty thousand quai because uh, you, yeah, you know the, their standards yeah, yeah quad, quadrupled easily and and you see like middle class thriving there subway lines four subway lines in four years all these giant buildings and everything lots of job opportunities i mean i've worked at a you know at a software company i've seen uh, you know, companies pop up, projects coming in. I mean, totally. So I know it's possible. You know, so why can't we do it here? You know. Well, what about uh, and this? I, this might maybe maybe the last question. I don't know. We'll see. But what um, 
what because there's there's talk there's talk now internationally of sanctions right. against Belarus. Well, okay. not sanctions, but uh, you know, I, I'm I'm kind of. Uh, uh, at a loss. Why the fuck isn't uh, Europe UN? responding to this? And yeah, or the, U- the like the US? In, 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 uh, investigate what are they call election supervisors or they send not really in? just yeah. the response has been tepid. They should yeah. put, uh, you know, strict conditions and say like, hey, if you don't do this, you're fucked, you know? So yeah, they well, know. it seems like who was it? Was it the W? Uh, I forget what organization I was just reading that someone's talking about putting sanctions. Cap, do you know who I'm talking about? Um, I'm thinking no. I don't know. Oh, okay, <laughs> uh, anyway, what, do you think sanctions help or hurt in this situation? And I'm not sure if uh, sanctions, but uh, there needs to be some response so that the current uh, people in power know that the you know that there are going to be consequences. Right, because you guys don't. I mean, what would be the problem with sanctions? Almost is like like you could sanction like a, a country it like hurts Iran people too, you know, who have it like hurts. a giant industry, but you don't have like a specific. You're talking about IT, you can't sanction that, and it's not well, like exactly, yeah. That would just uh, oil. You're getting it from Russia, so the the Russia's not going to agree to the sanctions. So I don't even know what they could do. Okay, sorry, it's the EU. The European yeah. Union is talking of sanctioning Belarus. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't I'm know what sure. specifically though. I yeah, don't what even think they, they do though. though. I mean, the well, well I mean, restrict. It's not like the travel isn't restricted already. You know, I mean, there's a number of things that they uh, can do. Uh, freeze the assets of, of the uh, oligarchs and oh. everything. Yeah. Shit like that, you know. I mean, there's a number of things that, that, that can be done. Uh, I mean, I said oligarchs, but I mean, like, more than, like, the uh, business ruling elite. We don't really have oligarchs. Uh, it's more sort of uh, centralized. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not an expert there, but there's, there needs to be respond, a response. We need uh, support from, uh, from the EU because uh, I feel like, pe- you know, the, the people are vulnerable right now, you know? And uh, I, I mean, honestly, I'm hopeful, but it's, it's tough. And uh, really, it can go either way at this point. And it's kind of, uh, yeah, it's... Crazy times, man. It's crazy. Well, I just read. Yeah, I don't think it's a good idea to go outside because they said in the, <laughs> what I just read when I was trying to look up the EU, it said in Minsk, um, 5,000 people have been arrested on the streets so far in the last couple yep. of days. Yeah, 5, exactly. Yep. Wow. And a- after six, it gets dangerous. Like a- after 6 oh. p.m., it, it, it starts to get dangerous. Really? But so you guys aren't, you're not members of the European Union, though, right? It's just, you mean they would say yeah, they're outside. That's the- yeah, that's one of the, the you know, the huge points we're kind of uh, drifting see it's it's always been either the eu or russia right and that's why both. right and lukashenko has been using it as leverage from the, the early days and uh but now uh, if at some point we were kind of on the way or there was a possibility of us uh, to become a eu member uh oh you know that was a long time ago now that was even a while ago. ship well, sail it could be if ship the uh, this could be something that could this be a situation where the EU backs the the uh, Svetlana. Svetlana who just left and maybe she comes back in with a whole EU military? I mean, is this Does, is, the EU military is where you lost you there? Yeah, well, you know is what I'm France? talking about. Who's coming the in? Pow- yeah, you're right. All right. There's not much. Them versus Russia is not much of a, not much of a fight. Yeah. Um, well, I guess hopefully not. You don't want it to be a battleground. You should join up with England and then the anti-EU. The whole, well, let's end with something positive. Yeah. The, uh, the, the comedy seems to be going well. As, um, well, well, yeah. I mean, it stopped this week, basically. But I, I've been uh, thinking about moving to Kiev. Uh, oh. Kiev is a really fruitful uh, grounds for uh, comedy. There's a lot of uh, things going on and I've been building connections. I mean, Minsk has been amazing. Uh, the, honestly, in the last couple of years, I mean, it's growing. People are starting new. Uh, I mean, there's just a nice group of comics now who are able to go out and start new uh, mics, new shows. We're doing showcases, different cities. Dude, it, it's thriving. It's like, remember the golden uh, the KFK days? I'm, I'm loving yeah. the poster. The poster, uh, yeah. In the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is kind of where we're at right now, you know. Uh, we're in this uh, five to seven year period since it's all been incepted. That's the of. best, man. That's Min- the best. Yeah. Yep. yep. Well, that's great. So, so yeah. and you're and now you're doing it uh, English. I mean, you've always been doing it in English, but you're doing it uh, English and Russian. Yep, exactly. And uh, that's going to allow you to travel wherever, right? Yeah, or like bring people over. I want to make, uh, you know, just kind of what Andy and you were doing uh, in 
Suzhou and Shanghai, just kind of have this network of people coming in, do shows and uh, have our guys travel. Uh, there's like uh, some of our guys have already performed in Berlin, Prague, Warsaw. So there's cool. things are moving, man. It's clicking. man. That's awesome. And you should get to Kiev because we don't have any correspondence there, I don't think. So we don't wait. Check back in. You can yeah, be on yeah, Minsk I, and Kiev. <laughs> yeah, I'll be your Eastern Europe uh, foreign correspondent. There we go. Yeah. Misha Kalin, thank you so much, man. Thank you, guys. Uh, thanks for coming back on. And on an instant notice, by the way, in a one-hour notice, we got you back on. That's this new pod. Hey. We just something happens in the world. We go to our co- you go to your old decks, Turner Sparks roll decks. There it is. Boom! You go right away, awesome. especially while the internet works. While the internet works, squeeze them in before they shut it back down. Exactly. Thank you so much. Stay safe. We will talk to you soon. Kaplan. Is there, yeah. Is there anywhere to follow him at? Or oh, you, yeah. You sorry. Gotta, how, do we, how, do we, how do people follow you? It just, uh, you know, add it in the, I'll send you my Instagram and my YouTube info. Just it'll be we'll in the notes in the of this episode in the liner notes. All right. Excellent. Awesome. In the liner notes. Misha Kalen. Thank you so much. Thank Good you. Good seeing guys. you, man. Stay safe. Be safe. All right. All right, Kaplan, bye-bye. what should we do? I was going to ask, should we get to the news or is this a show? I think we're done. That, that's it, a lot it, of news, I feel like. I, I, I think we just did an hour of news. I think that's the podcast. I think it's time to get lost. What do you think? Um, sure. If you're going to if, if that's what if well, let's check the traffic one more time. Looks looks clear in Long Island City. How's, the weather's how's good today. It's sunny out. <laughs> Chance of rain this afternoon. guys. So I would advise everyone in the New York area, bring an umbrella or a raincoat to be safe. But most and, importantly, get lost. Get lost. say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.